You think you know me. and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the kingdom. And if you're listening live, then you are entering the realm of the Kings of the Rings podcast. We cover it all from WWE to NXT, past, present, and of course, the future. Join us every week as we break down a sport we all love to hate. You know it, you love it, and we got it. Every week, we are joined by the host, the founder, the proprietor, the vision. It's me, it's me, it's Willie T. Chuck Effin Palumbo. Oh, did you even watch Raw? Did you even watch Raw? Macho, macho madness. Yeah, commentary. Oh, yeah. We're going to WCW, McMahon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, know. Uh, you know who I am, but you don't. No, I'm here. Ayo. And joining him every week, new to the show, is the man, the one, the only, the insane Dave999 Malkovich. I wear a Kalisto luchador mask to raise. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Boom. I was a shield guy. And together, we form the Kings of the Rings podcast, where you name a ring, and we will sure as hell become the king. Because it's time. We're the kings. Oh, it's time. Of the rings. It's kings of the rings. Time. Episode of the Kings of the Rings podcast. It's the go home show for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is this Sunday, April 3rd at 7 p.m. It should be a good show, decent show. It's got a pretty stacked card, a lot of interesting matches. Uh, some over, some not. We will talk about it. Dave is going to see you talking about WrestleMania as we get closer. Six, five days away, whatever it is. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling great. I'm not feeling too good heading into a Mania weekend. But, I digress. I'm excited for TakeOver. Excited for the showcase of the Immortals. And hey, I might end up going to SummerSlam this week. So how this show is going to work, it's Kings of the Ring at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. I, of course, am your host, Will Tarash. That's Tease and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Yada, 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 plug, plug, plug. Find us on iTunes, YouTube, etc., etc., etc. How this show is going to work in a breakdown match by match. See if each particular match is over. I know some that are and some that aren't. If you watched opening to Raw, you know exactly what I mean. We are going to talk about the Hall of Fame. You know, it started out pretty good, went downhill, and it kind of picked itself back up. Overall, I'd say not a bad class when I get into that. The disappointment, in my opinion, 
of the build-up to NXT, but how the show is going to completely steal a show on the weekend. All of that and more, best of the rest, on the Kings of the Rings podcast, coming right up. Don't touch your dial. Don't skip it. Because we'll be right up, right after Sami Zayn's music. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see Sami Zayn on the main card, uh, where he belongs. Feuding with Kevin Owens, where he belongs. In a louder match, where he does not belong. But we will, we will get into that. I have very, very mixed feelings on this ladder match. It should be entertaining as hell, but it's just not, not what I wanted. But let's start with this main event. Um, last week. Uh, we took off because it was midterms and we were all busy as hell. I also injured my shoulder um, and I went away over the weekend, but we are back. So, um, last week was probably the worst episode of Raw in a very, very long time. But this week, this week picked it up. Um, but this Triple H Roman Reigns feud is in a lull. It's just not in a good place and it continues to get worse. Dave, your thoughts? I mean... I completely agree with you on how bad last week's Raw was to how good this one was, but I'm sorry. If there's any doubt for your championship uh, match, you're fucked. And that goes for any pay-per-view. For Mania, that you're even double fucked. Now... No matter how they do this match, people aren't going to be happy. I I don't know. They the build up is probably been one of the worst build ups to a main event in probably the last ten years. The main like even even last last year's was pretty bad, but we had Paul Heyman on the mic to at least do something. The year before that, we had Daniel Bryan. The year before that was Triple H, uh, not Triple H, Rock Cena, which. Again, The Rock made it entertaining. It, 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 it was still a lot of buildup because don't forget they had the Cena and Rock had the first match at twenty eight, and then it it managed to stick its head up again for the following. But it it was a it was a lot better of a buildup than I feel for the first Rock Cena match that was the a year in advance. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, we got it twice, so that's all. But neither here nor there. No, like, Roman Reigns is not over. I like that he's not coming through the crowd anymore. He's changing stuff up. He's coming off more vicious. But, that does, that, that, you're taking baby steps. Here's, here's my thing with Reigns that I've noticed over the past few weeks and other people have noticed. In this situation, especially last week on Raw, he's acting as the heel. Um, he's kind of harassing Stephanie McMahon, and while she's trying to leave, he's standing there in front of the door, mugging her husband, and she's screaming bloody murder, but... It, re- it reminds me of Stone Cold. Yeah, it, it's 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 weird because he's getting booed, but he's getting treated like a heel, but then again, you have Triple H come on Raw, making fun of the fans, acting like the heel, but sometimes he acts like the face. It's These two are constantly back, flipping back and forth, so let's play a game. Is this match over? Absolutely not. And my reason for saying it's absolutely not is for the sole fact that we've established before. You have three types of matches. You have your 
face face, your heel heel, or your face heel. Now, as you just said, both characters are flip-flopping. Now, the Authority is meant to be the heel faction. You are supposed to boo them. When the other character is getting booed more than your heel faction, well, first off, you gotta change shit around. And second of all, you might want to think of, at that point in time, having a double turn with a new faction coming about. And I th- I think I think that's what's gonna happen because Roman Roman has been booked. He's been booked well recently. Um, he's not saying much, as you say. He lost the vest, hasn't come through the crowd. I think honestly, after after he turns heel at Mania, he's gonna get new music too. Quite honestly, with with the belt, and he's and he's gonna get over. But he's doing he him himself is doing everything right. He's not talking. He's just being that angry badass with like a, a kind of emotion and is beating the hell out of Triple H. That brawl two weeks ago with the TV, it was an amazing brawl. This The crowd was just sitting on their hands because they just don't care. Anyone else, this guy would be over to the moon. Like, there's nothing nothing they can do can get him over except turn him heel. And even now, if he does turn heel, it, it, it's not a guarantee to get him over. do so much. But, I mean, also, like... Brooklyn, the, Brooklyn booed the shit out of this guy. And Bro- Brooklyn's one of the vicious cities. We all we all know that. But I mean, one of the big wild cards with this match is completely reliant on another match on the card because you have Taker and Shane. Shane's vying for control of Raw or WWE. I still don't understand that yet. Taker's fighting for his ability to perform at WrestleMania. No, I I think they clarified that it would be the last time they saw him, period. It would be the last time you see him, period. I think it is, like, the career ender. So, if that's the case, like, that match is going to have a swerve out of left field. But, at that, with regardless of what that swerve ends up being, you either have... Shane and Vince having planned this all from the beginning and forming a new authority, Triple H, Stephanie, out. Or you have a new stable form. Rain gets involved. I don't know if if a new stable is going to be formed. Another question to raise up. Will this go on last? That... I've always believed that WWE Heavyweight Championship matches should always be the last. My exception to the rule being when Undertaker had uh, streak matches. Except when I went to Mania in tw- uh, 29, that it was it was middle of the show. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I think... Uh, at WrestleMania 30, it was like second or third to last match. Yeah, it went it went Brock uh, Brock beat him. Then it was like the Divas match, and then it was the main event. Yeah. So I mean, it's unfortunate because because of the injuries we've been 
the rumble was unable to be really set up. Yeah. The, everyone wanted Ambrose to win. I, I still think Ambrose should have won, but now Roman Reigns need to win because uh, that that was the story they were telling. Oh, Triple H won, but tri- Roman Reigns needed to face Triple H in the main event because that's a story they've been telling since November. And I mean, at least give props to WWE. They are telling the story they want to tell. Um, so I mean, they have balls to do it to not change it up too much. But I still think. And at the end of the day, I still think the quality of the match, the in-ring work, Triple H can still go. He's shown over the past few weeks. Roman Reigns is not bad in the, in the ring himself. He just has those three moves he needs to avoid. But other than that, these guys are probably going to put on a hell of a match, and the finish should be interesting, regardless. I mean, it, it, it's curious because we all know Triple H uh, gravitates towards, you know, the sledgehammer. However, nothing's been said about this being anything but a normal match. I really think we're going to see a dirty finish. Regardless, I do think Roman Reigns is going to win. However, I don't think it's smart because when you force something on the fans or you're told to do something, the first thing you do is the opposite. WWE can't force the fans to embrace... Roman Reigns as the top heel or the top face. And it's blowing up in their face now. And when Dean Ambrose gets a better pop, fucking setting up his arsenal for his no-holds-barred match. That was pretty awesome. Oh, it, 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 it was, was, it was so awesome. awesome. But when, when something as small as that gets a bigger pop, then the challenger in your... WWE Heavyweight Championship match, there's a problem. But knowing WWE, as long as I've watched him, this is... I I actually am ready to call this Swerve Mania. We're going to see Swerve's left, right, and center. And honestly, that's not a bad thing. They kept they kept saying it on Raw. Um, after Mania, it's gonna completely change the landscape one way or another, which is completely true. Between between the the Lesnar Ambrose match, between the um Hell in a Cell match, and between a title match, because either way, you're creating new stars. Dean Ambrose is gonna be a star. He already, he already is. But he's going to cement himself like Stone Cold did in at WrestleMania 13, uh, in I, my opinion. I do love how Dean Ambrose has been, you know, having the promos with uh, the legends, the, the legends yeah. get, like basically ECW's finest and getting like, you know, their shtick weapon. Yep. And I, I think that might be turn into the most TV 14 match we have seen in years. They're both going to get busted up. Let, let's 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 get back to the main event. Um, Dave, who do you want to win and who is going to win? I mean, frankly, frankly, I don't want either because I hate the storylines with both. However, I'm, I've, been so involved on the Roman Reigns train seeing this for almost a year now like Reigns better win so we could like move forward I really hope that if 
they've stuffed Roman Reigns down the fans' throats for this long, he's not going to be another like in uh, another transition champion like Sheamus. Yeah, I want. I also. So, who do you think? You think Roman Reigns uh, is going to win? I I think Roman Reigns is going to win. Heel or face? Heel. Okay. However, if I had my Considering what we're given, if I had my choice, I would say I want a disqualification, meaning the title doesn't change, with Reigns turning heel, then being that payback comes up next, because they switched up payback and extreme rules. Which, makes, which I'm so happy for. It makes so much more sense. What's going on at payback? Like, so, I think I, I could easily see... This match, because it's a DQ or some outside that involves in a non-title change, I could see it going to payback. I oh, I I don't know because Triple H. I also agree. I also I want Roman Wayne Roman Roman Reigns. I want Roman Reigns to win as a heel. Um, I also think he's going to win as a heel. Um, but my main concern is. Where do they both go from here? So say say Roman Reigns wins as a heel. Who's his next opponent? Will it be Triple H where they can build another babyface? Will it be Dean Ambrose as already a babyface? Or, again, where does Triple H go? After he wins or loses, we don't even know if he's going to be still a rag on TV because with, with Shane, it's so up in the air. Where do you see Triple H going, win or lose, well, after it, WrestleMania? It's kind of funny you mention that because I uh, was watching another podcast and they they were also bringing like bringing up this exact same question what happens with each afterwards A- everyone i was i believe is expecting the roman reigns win as a heel now the biggest wild card is whether Triple H is going to go off TV, then come back as an, a new anti-authority authority type of a deal, or maybe Triple H aligns himself with Shane somehow. Like, there's so many different ways you could do it, but in all of the podcasts I've listened to, no one ever brings up the rematch clause. Yeah. Like, I, 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 and it, just I'm not bringing it up really makes me think that we, we might see Triple H and Stephanie leave TV for a while, which, which, I don't want them to leave TV though. That's a thing, because they're both good. Stephanie is still good in her role, Triple H is also good in his role. Now he's Triple H and Stephanie have been the best part of this buildup. They are, but the thing is, they're good when they don't, in one promo, do heel and face stuff. Yeah. They, the uh, uh, the the flip flopping has to stop, especially because, like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, they're the brand ambassadors outside the company, but like, you can't while you're having a promo talking down on someone bringing up the philanthropies we do. Yeah. 
But uh, I think we're gonna see him off TV for a little bit, like maybe a month or two. Yeah. But Dave, we're also forgetting another big, big wild card, which they keep promoting, but still have no idea what the hell's gonna happen. The Rock. That's The Rock. What the hell is The Rock gonna do? They keep saying he's gonna come around, come around, but. We have no idea what he's doing. At this point, I won't even mind if they said, hey, I'm in your corner. I mean, this buildup could have used The Rock. Now, unless he's not involved in the main event. We have well, no idea. What the fuck is The Rock well, going to do? The, the thing, the, that's actually one of the things I enjoy potentially with the main event. We could see mid-match The Rock come down to even the odds because maybe Stephanie, uh, you know, does some distracting a la Ric Flair these days. Rocking come down, and who knows? We could see Reigns turn heel by getting physical with The Rock. If he spears The Rock, he will be over. Dan- that's it's plain and simple. I said it like a month ago um, when I predicted, predicted WrestleMania. Very poorly, by the way. Other than probably the main event. He is going to do something. He's going to beat up The Rock, which... I, I, I honestly, I think I think Roman Reigns is still going to side with Vince McMahon. I think Undertaker is going to win the match. We'll get to that in a little bit. And I think Roman Reigns is siding with Vince McMahon. And he's going to turn on The Rock. And then Triple H is still a babyface. And, and they're fighting, like, I don't know, it's well, Triple H and I mean, Steph tri- fighting Triple Vince. Triple H isn't really a babyface now. But he's going to switch. But, but, I mean, like, the you brought Vince McMahon. It's, it's weird because we don't, for a while, Vince was like, you know, Behind Stephanie and Shane, uh, Stephanie and Triple H, but then like you know they introduced Shane, which they they introduced him well. I don't like to build up for that match, but Shane's hinted at if he wins, he's basically like cleaning house. Yeah. If Shane doesn't win, let's be serious. You know Shane's not just going to go off TV, but also. Triple H could lose, go off TV, come back with NXT for an invasion. He could do that. Because that... Vince McMahon does not... Yeah. But like, he and, only... and we know the Balor Club's coming. We, we know the Balor Club's coming. And the thing is, Vince McMahon, he will save face and support NXT, but that's Triple H's baby. That is straight up Triple H's baby. Yeah. That... That would be amazing, having a bunch of NXT guys like the Balor Club. Um, even you can even throw um, someone. I don't know. I can't. I'm throwing a blank right now. Even I, I see Finn Balor. This is obviously something that we're gonna get into later. I see Balor dropping the title, coming up the following week or so, or maybe in the middle of one matches. We start seeing promos for Balor Club Worldwide Bulletproof. Um, but the thing is. NXT is Triple H's baby. And Vince McMahon, while he supports it to save face for the shareholders, he considers them a bunch of indie washouts. Yeah. So I, I really think we're going to see a another invasion angle coming up. And I hope to the holy, to all that is good in the world that if it happens, they do it well. They do it right. And my uh, reasoning for this also hinges on them jumping the gun with the WWE Raw uh, Raw Raw vs 
versus WWE. How they how they did that shit with Ticketmaster. Yeah. But I mean, so if Triple H does that, like I could see it go very similar to the way the WCW ECW thing happened, but NXT's in house. And NXT stars like still technically are part of the WWE umbrella. So it would be like an in-house type of a thing. And it wouldn't be so much like, you know, the anarchy, the destruction, just more so like getting their faces out, proving that we are next. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. Um, The main event, as lackluster as it's been, I'm still excited for it. I'm still excited for the match. I'm still excited for the outcome. And I'm really excited for post-mania. So, over, not over. The match is totally not over with the crowd. Uh, we both agree Roman Reigns is going to win as a heel. We both agree he's probably going to beat up The Rock. And we both agree it's interesting moving forward. I kind of wish they saved Sheamus' money in the bank cash-in to be a failed cash-in at Mania. I No, I think Sheamus as a transition champion was a good idea trying to um trying to get Roman Reigns over. It was a good try and it it worked. It worked for a little bit. It's just afterwards it failed. But let's move on to The Undertaker versus Shane. Dave, question I'm going to be asking you a lot. Is this match over? I mean, as it stands right now, today is Tuesday and it is insert time here. I I will say Yes, because after last night's Raw, people who who were doubting Shane being able to take bumps, yeah. they're not saying they're not saying shit. He fucking dove off the top rope to do an elbow, similar to Shawn Michaels when he broke his fucking ribs onto Undertaker. Mind you, after. They barely do weapons these days. He hits Undertaker in the face with a monitor. Like, that one move, put it over. I don't think people are buying the Shane versus Taker thing. However, I do like how Undertaker is saying, it isn't so much saying that he's doing it because he doesn't like Shane McMahon. It, it, like I, I, and I did like the rich boy quips during his promo, but rather like he's doing it just because he was asked to, and it leads back to the blood of your this blood of your son is in your hands, Vince McMahon. Yeah, we we still don't know why Taker accepted the match. Uh, that's that's. Are we are we really surprised? No, but this match. Is over. The crowd was going absolutely ballistic wish, on Raw. I really wish one of the added things they did in Brooklyn was have their promo done with the cell down. I wish they assembled a cell. That would have been cool. I, I th- honestly, I thought it was there when Taker looked up and pointed. I thought the cell was up there. Uh, 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 you're not the only one who, who did. 
you're not the only one who thought that. I, I did too, but then I had to like rewind my fucking DVR to realize it's not. But this match is definitely over. And In the build up, say what you ha- say each one about the build up. It started with full force. It again, it, it kind of died down and then it picked right back up again. Shane, once Shane's music hit, Brooklyn went wild. Shane is very over. Taker is very over. Vince Vince is is over because he's included in that whole Yeah. I don't I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to make an appearance, honestly. But he's definitely going to make an appearance. I, he'll probably make an appearance. I don't know if there's going to be much interference in the match. I think Taker just wins clean. I I disagree, but before we move forward, like I agree with you how like the build up was great. It it did then it got great again. But I mean, like, look at past buildups for Undertaker matches. I, we vividly remember when Taker took the pen to sign the contract, put it right through Lesnar's hand. Yeah. But like, it it, it hasn't been so much of that. But on the contrary, it. And you can even see the way Shane's fighting. Obviously, he's has a little bit of ring rust. Yeah. But it's more. He's coming off as more of a street fighter now. Like, yeah. like not not clean punches. With- these these two are gonna brawl. And honestly, I think this match is gonna surprise people. I think it's gonna be an excellent but match. I- not technically. It's gonna be a lot of violence, a lot of weapons, and a lot of this like holy shit moments, which is what it needs. Which is what it needs to be. Um. And I don't know where either of these two go after this. Um, I want Taker to win, and I think he's going to win. Uh, I actually want Shane to win. However, I think Shane's in my mind. I don't believe Shane's win will be coupled with Undertaker's last appearance. That's why I keep bringing up, like, don't forget, Hell in a Cell, no DQs. Everything goes. It's, it's yeah, Devil's Playground. Now, that could, the, the amount of fucking alliances that can form, it, it, they're a numerous, too numerous account. But, you, obviously Shane was brought in because Cena can't yeah perform. however C- Cena would have been such a better match however, that would have been phenomenal I also believe Cena's going to show up at Mania he'll he'll be there doing something one thing I forgot to mention about The Rock um when are we gonna see him is he gonna come out before the main event is he gonna kick off the show and cut a promo where where do you see Cena and Rock coming out on this card obviously Rock's probably gonna be the main event but do you see uh, him coming out beforehand I, along with Cena being that they announced 33 in Orlando, back in, you know, the Sunshine State. I think we're going to see Rock, uh, not a one-time thing. I think we're going to see him, like, you know, couple... Periodically. Co- uh, periodically over yeah. the show. And I I could see him, maybe his first appearance of the night, coming out during uh, the pre-show, riling people up for Dudley's Usos. That would be cool. I'd be okay with that. And then I could I could see him... People 
in the uh, internet wrestling community are talking about him possibly doing something with the New Day. I think that would be wasted, but I could easily see it because yeah. they they need a fourth person. Uh, I think we're gonna see Rock periodically through the show, and I think he's not gonna do his coup de gras until. And, and, and not the main event, any of the top three matches. Okay. Because he, Rock is going to wrestle again. Are you going to, they yeah. started setting up another Triple H Rock, which would be phenomenal. They have been wanting to do another Rock Brock. And people would always love to see a Rock take. So Rock, yeah, Rock, that that would Rock be cool. Really has enough squeezing room where he can do anything. So I think we're gonna see him sporadically, but transitioning back to the the cell. Yeah. Uh, could you could you see Rock getting involved in the cell? Like you you think someone's gonna get involved with shenanigans and interference? Other than Vince, uh, I don't think Vince is gonna get physical. I, I, I he see, might he I might see, take a I bump. See you see Cena coming out and doing something. You see Cena interfering. I don't know if. I don't know if Cena can get physical with his injury. If anything, if I don't think anyone's going to come out, but if anyone does, I could see it being the Wyatts for some reason. Because they, they're not booked right now. They're not doing anything. They're doing nothing. I, I mean, Luke Harper's injured. Bray Wyatt's been dealing with this like back. wicked back injury, but they're not. They're not booked. Now, we were all expecting Brock Wyatt's, but they did that. For roadblocking, we saw how that turned out. That's still coming. So I also see the Wyatts being a sporadic involvement. Yeah. I mean, the other. Well, no, I'm not gonna bring up uh, SmackDown spoilers, but no. Um. Right now they have, they have two people. Luke Harper. It's looking like a torn ACL. Yep. Now, Braun, he's uh, he, he, he's losing a lot of pull with the company. Bray, uh, Bray's just been nursing this really bad back injury. But Vince is still so happy with Bray. I, I honestly see involvement in multiple matches. I see involvement in the... Brock match, and then you could set up that feud, or you could see the Wyatts start formulating the anti-authority and anti-authority stable, because you know they're the backwoods like going against society. So you you want Shane to win this match? I, I like do, you do think want... Shane and the Wyatts would do something together? You know, how interesting that would be. <laughs> I mean, one of my friends uh, brought up, like, you know, fantasy booking and stuff. One of the best would have been Taker. One of the best things he mentioned to me explaining the whole thing was Taker, Kane, Bray Wyatt, triple threat, buried alive match. That's a fight to fantasy. Uh, his reason being, like... It's it's a little outdated, but when Kane was with the authority, getting dissolution with the authority, 
off screen, coming back, original original outfit, like full red, the full mask, and him going under Bray's wing. And then Bray and him causing destruction all over the place. And then Undertaker comes in. And then he start, Kane starts getting disillusioned with Bray. And then that could be a send-off match for the two of them. But Yeah, I would I would like to see Kane and Taker have their one last send-off I, match. I, I really think... Uh, I really thought since Cena went... Since Cena and Sting couldn't do it this year, I really thought that they would have at least started planting the seeds... Because you know Undertaker and Kane have to have a last match. Yeah. They do. Whenever, wherever, they, they, they have to. SummerSlam, that would be pretty cool. And, I mean, in order in order for something like that to even be considered, Taker needs to somehow or another indirectly lose. Yeah. Unless, uh, it's weird, because they've gone back and forth from stipulation for him being out of WrestleMania or out of the WWE. But... I don't know. What's... 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 What is Shane's crazy spot going to be? He's going to have one. Probably going to have coast-to-coast the trash can. Do you see him having another one? Do you see this match leaving the cell, or are they going to be confined? Absolutely. Absolutely. See, they haven't left that. This this is a new Hell in a Cell. It's not like the old one. They haven't left Hell in a Cell in a while. Oh. Since me, last time I saw it, I can remember, is Edge <coughs> and Taker when they speared him through the wall. I I think the spot's going to be something involving the cell door. Actually, that's a lie. Uh, Ambrose and Wallens went both uh, went through I, tables. I, I think... Uh, it, well, it depends. Because, like, lately they don't really chain it up anymore. Yeah. But they'll probably chain it up for this. So I see that chain being broken. Or if not, one of them being put through it. And maybe then like a table spot. But I don't see any like through the through the top or off no. the sides. It's too tall. However, don't forget, Shane McMahon always had a tendency for spots off the Titan Tron. It's going to be a... It's gonna be a big the, the, Titan Tron. Like, you remember what he did at Backlash? Yeah. And SummerSlam. Like, I I don't know what the Titan Tron's gonna look like, but Shane is gonna do a big spot. I just don't see it off the uh cell. Okay. Because the WWE uh doesn't promote violence anymore. All right, Dave. Who do you, who do you see winning, Shane? Yes. And you want him to win? All right, moving on. I also I think Taker's gonna win, and I want Taker. So at least we have some disagreement there into something that's going going on. So so uh, here let let's put the bet on that loser on whoever loses that match buys wings for fucking uh, payback. Well, I I think I already owe wings for payback because Kalisto's on the main card. I I already owe wings for Mania. You owe wings for Mania. I owe owe wings for payback because Kalisto's on the main card. Oh, shit. Yeah. Remember that bet? That silly little bet? But uh, let's let's move on to the most overmatch on the card. Oh, my God. Ambrose Lesnar. The most over person in the company. talk, Talk about a swerve where that match even came from because everyone was expecting... Wyatt. 
And this is a million and one times better than Bray Wyatt. Dean Ambrose has reinvented himself. His character has evolved. He has done some crazy shit during this build-up. Um, meeting Terry Funk was fantastic. Was they, They've been calling him Chainsaw Charlie because I guess he wasn't really Terry uh, Funk in WWE when, that much. When he was in WCW and he uh, always had the chainsaw, he was Chainsaw Charlie. I like to change that, Charlie, honestly. I mean, I'm still surprised that they involved Mick Foley in that because we could remember back a couple years when Dean Ambrose, like, burst onto the WWE Universe's radar by confronting Mick Foley at an Access event, talking about how his hardcore persona ruined the lives of so many kids. But... Neither here nor there. I am so stoked for this match. I am too. I am. This is my. This is my second most anticipated match behind the Cell match. Um, Ambrose is beyond over. Lesnar is beyond over. Paul Heyman <sighs> is beyond over. As Skype closes. Um, Paul Heyman's. Uh, promos have been fantastic. Lesnar has been fantastic. Dean Ambrose coming down with the wagon, getting his weapons, not even looking at Brock Lesnar, not even taking him as a not threat. Not even saying a word. Perfect. Um, this build-up has been booked fantastically. Roadblock was stupid, but Dean Ambrose has the brightest future. Oh, absolutely. And I, I easily see Dean Ambrose Winning the heavyweight championship by SummerSlam. That would be interesting. I don't. I don't know. I'm going back and forth if Ambrose wins or not. Honestly, Ambrose would very much like the win. It would do a lot for him, but he doesn't necessarily. He doesn't have to win. He doesn't. He can. He'll be okay if he doesn't win. What do you? What do you think makes him look better? Keeping up with Brock Lesnar and losing clean or winning with shenanigans? Because there's no way he's winning over Brock Lesnar clean. Well, I mean, mean, it's it's no holds barred. So there's no such thing clean involved in that. But, like, it's interesting because, don't forget, Brock Lesnar is still the conqueror. Yeah. And WWE does want to do this Bray Wyatt-Brock Lesnar match. And there are rumors that Wyatt is getting a huge push post-Mania. Oh, oh. I, could see, I could see Brock Lesnar getting beaten up by, by Bray Wyatt and uh, Ambrose getting the win, which would be huge. But I think it might be better if he has an Austin situation where he just gets the shit kicked out of him, bleeding like a stuffed pig, and he just gets that rub. Like, you, you, we could easily see... A finish completely similar to Austin Bret Hart. We could see Dean Ambrose not give up and pass out to the Kimura. Yeah, we, it, it, I don't know how you. I don't know how you pass out to a Kimura, but that'd no, be no, no, no. But the thing is, it, it if if you're there's gonna be blood. There will be yeah, blood. Yeah. Any submission and you're bleeding, the more pressure put on, the more you'll bleed. The more you bleed. Yeah. And and sense. the thing is like that that wasn't even like supposed to happen. It's just that match made Steve Austin. Well, yeah, because it was the double turn. 
Yeah. And the thing is, the best part about this match is neither of them need the win, and neither of them will be hurt because of the loss. No. Yeah, no. Both- Dan Bruce is going to be book strong. Yep. Like, I'm. it's kind of funny that, you know, Mick Foley gave him the barbed wire bat and uh, Terry, uh, Chainsaw Charlie gave him the chainsaw because I I can't see him use, using it. The the weapon he's gravitating towards is the kendo stick. The kendo stick, the crowbar, the baseball with barbed wire. Um, I was so happy to see that. I honestly, it's even though it looks kind of fake as kind of fake as hell, it's still it's just like oh, that's so it, it, awesome. It's, it's an nostalgia thing, but like no holds barred. You know that match is going to be outside of the square the square I want them to go into the crowd I, I, I mean there are gonna be three announced teams there are gonna be the French the Spanish and the regular I see by the end of the night all those tables being yeah being done I see that match going through the crowd I see that match on the stage like it has it has potential to be match of the night. I, I 100% believe it's going to be match of the night. It, it like, because I've, considering the circumstances there, other than uh, when Brock attacked uh, Dean in the uh, parking lot, it's been the least physical buildup yeah. of all. It's been a lot of, like, hinting at it. Yeah. So, I think what they're doing with that is they're going with the like you know you shake the champagne bottle till you pop the top and i think that's all i mean and the the only thing i see hurting this match is time i don't see these guys getting enough time i see them getting about 15 minutes which is a good amount of time but compared to the probably 20 minute main event in the 25 30 minute hell in a cell match I mean, you have four hours, but you have a lot of bullshit that's not needed. This match is not going to get the uh, time it deserves. I, I, I think this match is going to get 25. You think so? With the other two main events? Because I, I think that... I don't think Hell in a Cell is going to go that long. Okay. Interesting. I, I think Hell in a Cell is going to be between uh, 10 and 15 minutes. Okay. So you think... Okay. You're going to think they're going to switch spots in terms of length. I could, I could see that too, especially because they're both old. Um, but I see Dean Ambrose doing a lot of selling. I see him doing a little bit of overselling. He's going to play that, oh my god, he's getting beaten up, but he just keeps getting back up. How are you going to keep down Ambrose? What's Lesnar got to do? Yada, 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 two F5s, oh my god. But, and also the reason why I think that is because Lesnar, earlier this year, signed the contract for another, he, he's contracted as a part-time wrestler through 2019, 2020, I believe. Uh-huh. So... So the thing is, let's look at the past Undertaker matches. With last year, it was like 15, 20 minutes. Bray Wyatt, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, the year before, it was long because it was Brock Lesnar. It was one of the street clubs. No, that was about 12, 15 minutes too because he was injured. Yeah, but Dean is like at the top of his game right now. Yeah, and the thing is, so is Taker keeps coming back better than before. I don't know how you do it, Mark Calloway. I don't know how you do it. Give me your fucking secrets. But no, 
I see I see Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, match of the night. I want Dean to win, however, it doesn't matter if he does or if he doesn't. By SummerSlam if if even the night of SummerSlam, which like I said I might go to, he will have the belt. All right, Dave, you answered two of my questions. So you think you want Ambrose to win, and the direction you see him is a title is a title run or a push for the title, which, honestly, I agree. I uh, Both points, I want Ambrose to win. I want him to get a push for a title against a heel Roman Reigns moving towards SummerSlam. But I think Lesnar wins clean. Do you think, do you think well, Ambrose wins with interference? Do you think Lesnar wins clean? I mean, like I said before, in a no-disqualification street by, like, Winning clean, like I understand, like you know, without any help, I understand where you come from. That, but uh, I, I, I see where you come from. Where Lesnar wins without you know outside help, like weapons will be used, but it definitely won't be clean. It it will be bloody. Well, I mean, I mean, like, uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, meaning pin, pin one, two, three without interference. That's what I mean by uh, clean. No, uh, someone's gonna get involved in that match. Just be, and I think it's gonna be the wise for the sole fact that I'm sorry, like Roblox, like was decent at best, but it. Here's here's worst case scenario for everybody. Lesnar wins clean, and then the Wyatts come out because then Dean Ambrose is completely overshadowed. That would be terrible. Which, honestly, I could see happening. I just thought of that. I, I would actually, like... I mean, I, I don't want to make, like, a, a, a threat on the podcast, but <laughs> I, I actually would, like, go to Greenwich and, like... Yeah, that'd be bad. Worst, yeah. That's worst-case scenario. Hopefully but they're not that I stupid. that's going to be match of the night. Yeah, it could be. So let's let's move on. To the women's division, I refuse to call them divas. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. It, it, it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because uh, there have been a bunch of articles with interviews regarding Sasha. I mean, um, not Charlotte about possibly uh, renaming the title. We might see a return of the women's championship soon. Because, like, I mean, the, I've seen like multiple articles articles of interviews and it's not the same interview it's two or three different interviews and they all ask like you know about the divas revolution this that and but and she brings up like wanting wanting to bring that back I think we could see that soon but I'm I'm so excited for this match solely because in each of their matches somebody's sitting at ringside and getting involved yeah you still have Ric Flair which Ric Flair needs to like go away yeah. is is this match over yes you think so uh, see I, I I don't I mean Charlotte's over as a heel Charlotte's been doing good work but Becky and Sasha literally They've had their little things on, like, SmackDown, their little in- interferences. But overall, they've pretty much just been sitting at the announce table doing commentary or doing nothing. This this feud, 
it should have been so much better. These three should have been like brawling each other, cutting promos, going up against matches against each other. It's just been boring. The match is going to be phenomenal. I think the match should be very, very good. I'm kind of scared at their placement. I could honestly see them getting wedged in between uh, like Hell in a Cell main event or like Lesnar uh, women and then uh, Hell in a Cell. I, I, I don't, I'm scared of where they're going to put this because this match needs to get more of a spotlight. Oh, it, it definitely will, and I mean, before we go further, like, I just want to bring uh, some spotlight. I mean, Becky Lynch, like, I've been saying for how many podcasts now, like, you know, the improvement, like, while I still, I strongly believe Sasha should and will win. Agreed. It's not one of those championship matches where I would be surprised if Becky won or if Charlotte retained. Like at at this point, I could see Charlotte retaining too. Like, I mean, because don't forget the build up of the match started with Sasha breaking away from Team Bad. Team Bad, like you know, Unity. But, but since then, she hasn't done much. She hasn't even been wrestling, really. I mean, I know I do know she was banged up for a little bit. But the thing is also, Becky has been doing interviews that have uh, brought some light to the fact that she's the black sheep of the group that never won the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, yes, she is. So the thing is, like... She she's she's the Dean Ambrose of the group where she feels like she has something to prove, and we know she's going to be cha- champion one day, and I could I could easily see it, I can yeah, and I'm really excited for the match solely because once you make it triple threat, you know that also brings about no DQs. There, um, um, there, there won't. It, it's not gonna be like any like weapons or shit. It's, it might be like tights pulling, ropes, whatever. I mean like interferences because yeah. we know we know Ric Flair is going to. Yep. And I could see Ric Flair getting ejected. Well, they won't eject him. I mean, they can still eject him. Oh, uh, I mean, they can. But like, I I could also see maybe. A Mick, a Mick Foley appearance because there were always uh, talks about him wanting to come in and do the same thing with Becky that Flair's doing for Charlotte. Yeah. Like, it, there's so many things that can happen and my reason for saying that the match is over is solely like Brooklyn speaks and even Sasha not doing much her pop was one of the biggest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, Brooklyn speaks. Okay. Um, so you think you think Sasha's going to win? Mm-hmm. You want Sasha to win? I, I do want Sasha to win because I'm really... Un, like, I'm past the, you know, flare hype right now. Yeah. I'm I'm picking Charlotte. I also want Sasha to win. I think she's the better wrestler. I think she deserves it. 
I just think Charlotte has the better character where Becky's and Sasha's character just kind of lacks. It's not as well developed. If this feud was built better, it should have been one of those two. I honestly think um, Flair probably should have got involved. Probably should have done something to cost the belt to have them break up. But right now, I just see Charlotte on top. I see her pinning Becky and then move. Yeah, good one. I see her pinning Becky and I see her moving on to a one-on-one feud with Charlotte. And uh, not Charlotte. Uh, Sasha Banks and she wins it down the line. I mean, like, re regardless of how this match ends, we have... Of, we have what can become the feud of the summer. So, yeah, Charlotte, be, be, Charlotte uh, Sasha. No, I, I, am including Becky in that. Okay. I'm including Becky in that because if hypothetically, if it goes if it goes Charlotte's way, then Becky and Sasha are still gonna have to do contendership matches. Charlotte can still interfere in those. I mean, we have Payback, Extreme Rules. Then, uh, uh... Breaking... Breaking... Uh, breaking... Is it Breaking... It's not Breaking Ground. No, uh, no. Battleground. 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 Battleground and then Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then SummerSlam. Now, I... And especially because SummerSlam's back... At uh, Barclays, this year and next year, it's the last years it's going to be there. Then they're moving again. But regardless of how this match finishes, if the title changes hands or if Charlotte defends, this can easily become feud of the summer. Yeah, it's definitely going to keep going. These three ladies are going to be bouncing off each other um, throughout. And... I could see Bailey getting thrown in here this summer, which would be phenomenal. I was really hoping that we would get hints of Bailey possibly being the fifth, uh, fifth person in the five on five. It makes sense how they're doing, like you know the total divas. No, it it had to be but, Ava but, Marie because it's I, all total divas and it's such bullshit. I hate, I hate that show but the only thing is like I I believe the call-ups are Carl Anderson Yep Doc Gallows Yep with Finn Balor Yep and Bailey. Yep Now Endzone Cass? Uh, uh, Endzone Cass Endzone Cass should have already been called up in my opinion and I really think they should have been uh, fighting for the belts. Belts. Oh, that's it, so much better than League of Bullshit. But the thing is, it's not even for the titles. It's not even for the titles anymore. Really? Yeah. Wait, League of, League of Nation and New Day isn't for the titles? It's not for the titles. So why the fuck are they wrestling? Because they have this stupid feud. Oh my god, okay. Let's, just, let's get into that next. Uh, moving on. Moving off from the Divas. Uh, it wasn't next on the list, but we're going to fucking make it on the list. Because that is... Oh, a handicap match, 4 versus 3. Yeah, you're right. It's not for the titles. What a fucking waste of the yeah, New no, Day. No, like, they, they announced it for the titles. Then, like, later in the week, they, like, nonchalantly, like, put in at the SmackDown taping that it's just going to be a handicap match. Now, I'm sorry. I'm used to every championship title being... Defended. Defended yeah. at 
mania. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, can we, can we talk about how awful... I mean, speaking of a match that's not over, it's this one. This Nobody gives a shit about this match. Honestly, last... Nobody understands why they're fighting. That too. The past, the past few days, New Day has been a little bland. They've been trying so hard to get fucking bootios over. But somehow, um, Brooklyn saved... Brooklyn saved the future of the New Day. They were eating them up. They, they always do. I mean, like, uh, I originally was going to be wearing my New Day Rocks shirt, yep. the Run DMC one, but uh, I didn't know if we were going to be doing this today or not. Brooklyn loves the New Day. The WWE Universe loves the New Day. And for God's sakes, they're inducting the fabulous Freebirds into the Hall of Fame. Michael Hayes likes them so much that he wants this stable to induct one of the most historic stables. Yeah. So that's big deal. They are wasting what the new day can do. I mean, yo, I love I love the I love the Bootio stuff. Yeah. I really I really do. It grew on me this way. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever, but honestly they got it over for me this week. Jonathan Coachman came out. I love seeing Coach. That got over for me. I thought that was amazing. That, that's a whole nother thing. There are gonna be like mania updates on Sports Center. Like what? I, I think is Sports Center that desperate? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I actually read. They're covering fake uh, sports, Dave. A, 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 a slight, a slight tangent before we get back to the tag team uh, championships. Uh, I was reading that they were doing the studies through the Nielsen ratings and stuff, uh-huh. and apparently, through like you know the social media like tags and words and stuff, the number of people who watch ESPN make up for millions upon millions, like their hit words on social media are about WWE. Like, it's crazy. Like, they're they're bridging the gap in the fact that Jonathan Coachman came out last night. Like, that, that's fucking crazy. I thought it was pretty awesome. I love Coach. And the thing is, like, then, even just seeing him, like, you know, shake it with fucking The New Day. The New Day is so over. They're so over, they can suck and still be over. Yeah. So I think we can both agree. We both want them to win. They both think they're going to win, and they're going to win. No, it's also interesting because it's currently a three-on-four handicap match. It's never been officially said whether or not they're coming with a fourth person. Because if they come with a fourth person, The Rock could get involved with that too. That would be cool. Like, I don't, the, I don't see The Rock wrestling, but that would be cool. Oh, no. Uh, I, I could see him just come out literally, like, not get tagged in, and then literally, like, rock bottom people's elbow, and then tag one of them in for, like, you know, their finishers. If, if something like that happens. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see Rock doing that. Honestly, uh, it, would, it would be cool. I just see it three on four. New Day winning. Uh, at post Mania, 
I don't know. It has to be Enzo Cass. It, it, it's, there's no, but thing is, their face, Enzo Cass's face, they need a heel team to work with. You, I do agree normally that would happen. However, Enzo and Cass, while they come off as face, I still consider them tweeners. Okay. I could see that. And yeah. and a face-face element between those two would be pretty awesome. Yeah, no, and the thing is, like, Enzo and Cass, like, I feel they would... They would... Be set with a few with the New Day. Regardless of their... Uh, leanings. Face-face, heel-face. Because the thing is... Like, even the New Day. The New Day aren't faces the new day aren't heels like it, it it's crazy and well now now they're pretty much faces they're not insulting crowds anymore well, i mean it, it's like every other week but yeah so the new the new day's going back and forth and the thing is the new day will have that following wherever could you see them working with anyone else other than enzo and cass right now no no i don't i don't either Unless they get back in with the Dudleys, but the Dudleys are being the, the, the Dudleys. The Dudleys are gonna are basically gonna uh, raise up a lot of other teams in the division. Yeah, they're being wasted. The tag team division is they're, so they're wasted, is so I, soft. I do like how I do like how they uh, turned on the fans, went heel, and then like we'll always hint at the use of the tables. Like the the Dudleys will come back, and I same way I said that uh by SummerSlam I think Dean Ambrose will have the heavyweight championship. Between now and SummerSlam, the Dudleys will have a championship run. Uh-huh. However, they're going to put over tag teams In the all along the way. Yeah, because the reason they brought. The, the reason WWE brought them back was to legitimize the tag division. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, they have a lot of work to do, but we can move on to, very quickly, the Kalisto Ryback United States Championship match. Uh, this match is not over. Neither of these guys are over. I like Ryback and Tidy Whitey's. I like how he looks. I kind of like his character, but this you match... I like I like Ryback and Tidy Whitey's. He looks good. He's Who fucking has a huge. Show that Willie T likes Ryback and Tidy Whitey. Ryback and Tidy Whitey's, even though they're black. But Kalisto's uh, winning this match. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I mean, it, it's it's. I was really expecting the Kalisto Sinkara match since they started wearing. Uh, this should have been the. This should have been the ladder match. We should have had uh, Ziggler, Miz, Stardust, Sinkara, and Ryder in this match. For the. U.S. Yeah, for the Twitter ladder match. Uh, I I do agree with you on that. However, I the only reason I think that they didn't do that is for the sole fact that they still hold the U.S. championship as like that shit side belt. Yeah. I mean, but go, it's, it shouldn't. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. But if it is that shit side belt, put it in a ladder match. Because who gives a shit? Um, 
This Intercontinental Championship is on is on the waist of Kevin Owens, who is on the verge of the main event, and you have him in this stupid ladder match. That's he's probably he's though. probably gonna win. No, but he, uh, he's probably and most likely gonna lose, so he could be elevated. No, I think I think he's gonna screw Sami Zayn, and these guys are gonna go on a one-on-one program because before. Kevin Owens moves on. He needs to drop this belt one-on-one to Sami Zayn. They need to tell this story. I see I see Zam, Sami Zayn winning the belt at Mania. I mean, regardless of who... who, It's going to be a, a Cinderella story, regardless. Is he? Is Sami Zayn really that over? Yes, he is. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I... Respectfully, completely fucking disagree. I mean, he was getting cheered in Brooklyn, sort of, but in his match, while he was wrestling, they were cheering for Byron Saxon, they were cheering for JBL, they were cheering. That, that, that wasn't a that wasn't a strike against him. That I was know a they were the they were chanting RVD. I mean, R- R- RVD is rumored to be uh, coming back. No, but that match was fucking retarded. Yeah, it 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 it, it, it was fucking stupid. But that's that's taking nothing away from Sami Zayn. But look at look at the people in this match. We have Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Miz, Stardust, Sin Cara, and Zack Ryder. How many of these guys deserve to be in this match? I mean, only two. That's uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Ziggler just went for the belt and lost. Sammy, Miz has been off TV. Stardust has been off TV. Uh, Sin Cara has been doing nothing. But still, and Zack Zach Ryder has been off TV for God knows. And now he's in an IC title match at WrestleMania? Zack Ryder, Ryder is the exception to every rule about like what we talk about during these podcasts. Because WWE's social media presence exists because Zack Ryder... Like, made like made it popular. Zack Ryder, I have to give him a lot of credit, and I actually know the bloke. He's 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 a legit guy. He's been given a terrible fucking hand. Yeah. But but no guy. And the thing is, he he if you know he reinvented himself. He's not like you know this fucking. Yeah. Jer- Jer- he's he's trying. I I was never a Zack Ryder guy. I never liked Zack Ryder. I was never a Miz guy. I never will like Zack Ryder. God, I was such a Miz guy. Yeah, when when he was with Morrison, God, I hated him. When he went on his own, I thought he would be nothing. Look, when he had the belt, I hated him. When he made event to WrestleMania, I hated him. Looking back, I think he's the fucking greatest. Uh, I mean, like we can agree that a good chunk of this match are stars who were buried. Yep. Sin Cara is Unico because the first one never was able to do anything. Uh, do anything. But Unico is is holding the ring well. However, they really fucking missed the boat on Unico Kalisto because yeah. that could have made their fucking world record at AT&T Stadium. Moving forward. I was, but I was, I was so Miz, excited. I actually can't believe ever held the heavyweight championship. I'm gonna let you tell. I'm gonna tell you right now. Miz is a future Hall of Famer. No, 
No! No! Yeah. No! Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. No! Yep. Miz, Miz is gonna be in the Hall of Fame one day. Oh my god. If the Godfather is in the Hall of Fame, Miz is in the Hall of Fame. Miz is an amazing talker. Don't be shitting on the Miz. You wanna know what? I will have an open-ended bet right now. A thousand dollars. That Miz will not go into the fucking Hall of Fame. Miz is a future Hall of Famer. No, he's not! Yes, he is. Get the fuck out of here. He's done so much work in and out of the company. Bullshit! No. Miz, no. Out of here. Miz is absolutely deserving of the Hall of Fame. No, no he's not! Not deserving of this match. Absolutely not deserving to be in this match. Oh my match. god. Uh, I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to move forward with this. No. Okay. This match... Could have been done so many different ways. Now, a, a seven-person ladder match at Mania. Uh, okay, I'll allow. We agree. It they they did it last year. It shouldn't. Okay, it was done last year. The competitors are different. Kevin Owens, like uh, I love how he's playing the. Uh. Strong heel, but runs away like the dog with the tail between his legs. Sami Zayn should win this match. And I believe that feud will continue on through Extreme Rules. And then I believe following that is when you will see Kevin Owens elevated. The Miz should be in another company. Oh. Dolph Ziggler should be in another company. No. The, the, there were... Ziggler, Miz and Ziggler are fine with what they're doing. They should just be in the mid-card to be in these feuds just, just for, like, whatever. They shouldn't be in the main event. They shouldn't really have belts. They should just be doing what they're doing. They're fine with what they're doing. Uh, but Kevin Owens is winning this match. Kevin Owens needs to win this match more than Sami Zayn. You get him over. I, I actually disagree. You get him over now to put over Zayn, Sami Zayn later, make two stars. There's, but also don't forget, Sami Zayn has a wild card that no one else has. Sami Zayn is two days prior in a match against Shinsuke Nakamura. I can't wait. No, oh, I, I, I can't wait either. Now, the thing is, anybody could have got that match. AJ Styles. Fucking Kevin Owens. Yeah. Sami Zayn. That's already showing that Sami Zayn is destined for big things. No, no, no. It it shows that Triple H really likes this guy, but Triple H isn't involved with NXT. Vince McMahon is in charge of um, WWE. But the thing is, Vince McMahon is over... With Sami Zayn. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he, I don't believe he's as over with Kevin Owens as you think. Vince still has his idea of the ideal WWE wrestler. Kevin Owens is not that. But Sami Zayn... He needs to be in a one-on-one feud before he wins the belt because he he hasn't had enough exposure to win the belt in the main roster. 
If this was a one-on-one -on -one match between these two, yeah, he probably would have won. But right now, he's just not going to win. I just don't see it happening. You think he's going to win? You want him to win? I would love for him to win, but... I want Kevin Owens to win more, so I'm going with Kevin Owens. Yeah, that, and these two are going to feud yeah, going into the summer. Kevin well, Kevin Owens is fucking amazing. Well, Miz is also amazing. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he is. That's a con that's is, a conversation for another day. This is the sole reason Damien Sandow was buried. Damien Sandow was destined for so much. He's a better fucking performer than the Miz. Miz? Uh, Miz is pretty good in the ring, too. No, he's not. He has a stupid finisher, but everything else is pretty good. But moving on, Dave. Moving on. Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. Over and not over. This match is totally not fucking over in any way, shape, or form. I, I, I know where you're coming from with that. However... And here's why. This match is built off a chant. This match is built off Chris Jericho being mad that they're chanting AJ Styles. But nobody's really chanting AJ Styles. I mean, they, they do, but not enough. It's just like, they're, it's just, this feud is just boring. It, 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 I do agree it's boring, but I, uh, considering the fact that when I went to Mania, I saw fucking Jericho against Fandango. Uh, this is actually like, you know, phenomenal for me. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, uh, Chris Jericho is obviously putting AJ Styles over. Now, they should have done it differently. I think this should have been match number three. Yeah. They, this this has been dragged on way too long. Granted, these two are going to pull out all the stops and probably put on a phenomenal match. Also, pun, not pun not intended. But it's just it's too little too late. I, I, I feel it's going to... Like, when we watch it, it's going to come off as, like, a cruiserweight type thing. Like, it's going to be high flyer. It's got, like, you know, Pele's and Zaguri's. It's going to be good. Like... And I, I mean, I do like that. And especially with, you know, the Ballard Club Bulletproof, you know, like rumored to be coming. Don't forget, AJ Styles was uh, the one who assumed command after Finn Balor, uh, formerly Prince Devitt. I'm not going to say the other name. Oh, Fergal. Fuck you. AJ Styles follow him and he said that he would not be opposed to uh, being a part of and or joining leading yeah, a stable yeah. and the thing is like it's gonna be a good match and I've actually looked into Fozzie's touring schedule they don't have uh, dates um coming up here so I think Jericho yeah. might be around for a couple months that was my next question is Jericho sticking around post mania because can we, can we both agree AJ Styles is winning yes Yep. we both want him to win I'm still surprised that WWE put them in a tag team together made them look like a legitimate contender that was even good. released 
merchandise. That was good, though. That, on their part, was very, very smart. Uh, 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 absolutely. But it's just like, they they basically, like, willingly shot themselves in the foot with yeah. that. I mean, I, I, I know of over 100 people of my friends who bought Y2AJ shirts. Those people are stupid. Oh, oh, oh no, no. Yo, they're, they're not disappointed with it, but... It shows no AJ's definitely winning, and I see their feud transitioning towards the IC title feud down the road because we're talking that either could easily be a shoe in to be involved with the IC title. Jericho's always chirping about his. Record holding IC title reigns nine, and AJ Styles is one of two people currently in the company that have held uh, international belts. Yeah. Brock Lesnar and him were both uh, IWGPs. Yeah, I could, I could see both. I could see both of them eventually going after the IC belt. Um, I wouldn't even mind if Jericho left for a little bit, was off TV. Um, AJ needs to move on to something else. He needs to be pushed up the card a little bit. Him and Kevin Owens could have a very good feud. Him and Sami Zayn could have a very good feud. Um, other than that, I don't. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head he could wrestle. Well, well, I mean, when you factor in all like the amount of independent wrestlers who are... Because keep in mind, years ago... It was taboo to think that independent wrestlers could make it to WWE. Yeah. Then then you get Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryan. Trailblazer. Now you have AJ Styles. You have Shinsuke in NXT. You have Samoa Joe NXT. Austin Aries NXT. Potentially Bobby Roode and Eric Young. Bobby Roode would be amazing. But the thing is, before that door was never available. Now, we I mentioned before, earlier the ideal WWE wrestler in Vince McMahon's eyes. AJ Styles is not that. However, if you notice, he seamlessly transitioned to WWE because he has that skill. Yeah. Oh, and I can't believe I even forgot Prince Devitt and fucking Finn Balor and fucking Cesaro. Like, yeah, there is a lot of them. Completely random. If if WWE did their shit right, they would have put Cesaro and Cassius Ono, formerly Chris Hero, back in a tag team. And then neither would be currently injured and the other no longer with the company. Interesting. All right, Dave, that wraps up WrestleMania. Solid little um, little over an hour not, talk. We're not going to even talk about the pre-card. No, I don't, I don't care about the pre-card. No, nobody cares about on the Andre the Giant. Nobody cares about Usos, Dudley's. However, whole theme. Yeah, that's what we're getting into. So here's here's our final class. We got Sting, the Godfather, 
Fabulous Freebirds, Big Boss Man, the Dead Guy, Jacqueline, the Diva, Steve Hansen, the, uh, I guess, like, the, the foreigner, uh, Joan London, I don't know who that Joan is. Joan London uh, is a, a talk show host who was diagnosed with uh, breast, cancer. breast cancer. Yeah, I see that here. she beat it. And uh, she's then, the warrior. Work. Yep, good for her. And then Snoop Dogg. Okay, um, your initial thoughts on this class, class as a whole. Um, compared compared to like recent years, I guess. I mean, the only the only one I could really compare it to is the one that I attended uh, before twenty nine. Obviously, like whatever, but I was actually there for it. Um, I I like it. Like. Sting, obvious Hall of Famer. Yeah. However, with him being announced for it, I feel that his match with Seth Rollins was the last match we'll see with Sting. Yeah. And I I really don't want to admit that. And he... Let's, let's look at his accolades compared to everyone else. So six-time WCW champion, two-time NWA World Heavyweight champion, two-time WCW United States champion, three-time World Tag Team champion at WCW. Completely deserved, being inducted by Ric Flair. One of the best of all time. Shame he never won a match in WWE, but who cares? It's fucking Sting. Uh, moving on to the Godfather, inducted by the APA. This, it, it, it it's interesting because... I understand why, because the Godfather has had, like, four or five different gimmicks. And yet, with each one of them got over to an extent with the fans. I refuse to say Papa Shango was over. Oh, he was, but it was around the same time that The Undertaker came. You're going to have two supernatural people. Papa Shango was a joke. You have Papa Shango, you have Godfather, you had Right to Censor Godfather, you had Kama Mustafa in the Nation of Domination. Dude, that was so over. This guy's this guy is not. No, like I I understand where it's coming from, and also he has done a lot behind the scenes, like. When he wasn't in the ring, he was one of their agents. Talent agents. Yeah. Like, do I believe Charles Wright deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? No. However, am I surprised? Also, no. And I don't fault him with that. I fault the WWE with that. Their Hall of Fame's a joke. To an extent. I mean, they have a celebrity wing, which is very silly. Um, but I kind of, at the same time, I kind of like it. Um, so we can move on to the Freebirds, which we'll also get to Snoop Dogg eventually. The, the Freebirds. Free, Freebirds, they should have been, they should have been put in a long time ago. Yeah. They absolutely deserved it. Inducted by the New Day, which I think is going to be fantastic. I'm excited for their speech. I, I'm excited for Michael, Michael Hayes' suit. I actually... Not a fan of the New Day inducted him. Why not? Who All else right. would induct him? Stone Cold? Devon Eriks. Which ones are alive? Whichever ones are alive. The Are any the, of them alive? The 
biggest feud that the Freebirds ever had was against the Von Erics. It, it like transitioned like years. It's just it, it it's weird to see such like an older tag team, an older stable, get inducted by a, a current stable. I mean, New Day is using the currently using they're, the Freebird rule. Using the Freebird rule. And I also know that uh, Michael Hayes is completely like on board the New Day train. He does. He Michael Hayes does so much behind the scenes. Michael Hayes could probably get in by himself too. Quite oh, honestly, and honestly, I think down the road he might. I think he might get in down the road for by himself for the stuff he does. Uh, Individually as a talent scout, because a lot of you could ask a lot of the people uh, in the company now, uh, they they are here because of Michael Hayes, like the stuff he does in the uh, performance center and the stuff he does like on the road talent scouts and stuff. He's normally uh, there when they have the talent tryouts. Yep. Uh, so I mean, Freebirds deserve they deserve to be in a long time ago, but. It's about time. It's good to see them in in Texas. Makes sense. Um, it should be an interesting speech. Um, Big Boss Man inducted by Slick. He's a borderline Hall of Famer. Uh, I'm... Um, I I'm glad he's in. I like Big Boss Man. You you ask someone who doesn't really know wrestling, they probably know who Big Boss Man is because of his name. Um, uh, agreed. I just I question it because it seems like nowadays they're trying to appease the estates of deceased wrestlers and I I feel that was more of a uh, publicity move because I'm I'm sorry I don't believe boss man's career was good enough to get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's just a four-time uh, WWF Hardcore Champion and a, a tag team champion. But he's been—he was around for a while. He bounced around from company to company. And and he and he got lynched by the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. That did happen. But I mean, like it—it it, it doesn't make sense. I—I'm I, not in any way, shape, or form trying to take away from his career. And it—it's a shame that he died from demons. Is it overdose or heart attack? Uh, it, it kind of like hand in hand. Nice. But it, it, I don't think his career is Hall of Fame worthy. But like I like I said before, the Hall of Fame is currently a joke. Cause let's be serious, Owen Hart's not in yet, and he should be. In. Well, yeah. This we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about people who definitely deserve to get in the future. But um, the diva diva of the of the year, uh, Jacqueline. Totally deserving. Well, uh, uh, absolutely. I mean... Just looking at accolades, her video package they showed, inducted by the Dudleys, uh, two-time women's champion and one-time cruiserweight champion. I have no problems with Jacqueline. Um, I'm currently watching her stuff now, and I think it's fantastic. Her, her feud with Sabre 98 is actually pretty good. Her work with Mark Marrow. I'm surprised that, like, when you look at the women who have been inducted, you have, obviously, like, you know, Fabulous Moolah. You have... May Young, May Young, um, you, you Trish, have Lita, Lita, you have Sunny, yep, and you have Miss Elizabeth, and uh, Carmen Electra, not Carmen Electra, Carmen yeah. Electra, uh, 
Alondra Blaze. Alondra, uh, yeah, Alondra Blaze. And the thing is, uh, uh, it, it, it kind of bothers me that Jacqueline was only inducted, like, now. Because I feel that Jacqueline is a big part why Lita and Trish were such successes. Okay. But. Fair. I didn't see any of her work early 2000s. I'll get to it in the next probably coming and, and years. It's actually, it's actually kind of funny that uh, she, because you know uh, the inductees get to choose who inducts them unless it's a completely like unreasonable request. Uh-huh. She like right off the bat, Bubba Ray and Devon. Were at, were they, did they like, were they like a stable? Uh, they weren't an official stable, but they did a lot of stuff together when uh they were uh feuding with the APA who uh was doing stuff with Trish Stratus but like it, it she was a phenomenal wrestler yeah but no and the thing is she, she never retired she's still doing independence is she really yeah how old is she I mean uh, let me look it up I want to say her mid 40s she's 52 oh wow god bless yeah Props Yo, to her. Give, give me your secrets. Yeah, right. All right, uh, Dave. Do you know who Stan Hansen is? I know the name. Um, never seen him one of his matches. I, I have seen some of his matches. He he was a very technical performer. Yeah, uh, I, I'm fine with WWE doing one of those international stars that nobody's really heard of. They had that a uh, Asian guy last year, um, like the Puerto Rican and Cuban guy the year before. Carlos, I think it was not uh, Carlos, Carlos Colon, Colon but and, uh, Bruno San Martino. Well, Bruno Sammartino was big in the WWF. Yeah, well, I'm saying well, like people... Bruno Sammartino was big, period. Yeah, but like people who were never in the WWF. It's like established that it, WWE Hall of Fame is more of a wrestling Hall of Fame, which is perfect, which is fine. So Stan Hansen, good for you. Inducted by Vader. Which is actually kind of funny because uh, one of Vader's ex-girlfriends just uh, recently uh, leaked a nude picture of him, which like... Ew. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway, I'm all for it, like... The little bit I have seen of him, like, he kind of reminds me of, like, a cross between Daniel Bryan and uh, Bob Backlund. Okay. A very technical wrestler. I- I'm all for it because, like you said, they always have, like, that international. It- it's kind of so sad. It's like, you know, they have the woman. They have, like, a tag team. An international, a celebrity, like it. It, so, it, it is a very big class. It's eight, eight, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and where award makes eight, eight, and that's a lot. Well, I mean, a, a lot of people have have a problem with that because from year to year, it could be like five, it could be eight. Yeah. Like, I mean. Some of the names deserve it. Like, obviously, you know, the celebrity wing, like. Yeah, I, I like Snoop Dogg as a choice. Oh. He's he's done a lot over the years on Raw, WrestleManias, promotions. Sasha, Sasha Banks is uh, related I, to him. I strongly believe he is going to live entrance Sasha Banks for me. Like you, you remember how at how at thirty fucking uh, Sam Punk had a 
No, at 29, CM Punk had uh, Living Color do uh, Cult oh, a Cult of Personality. And how at 30, Bray uh, Wyatt. Bray Wyatt had uh, that creepy. Yeah. Bit. But apparently, Sasha Banks and Snoop are like mad close. Yeah, well, they're related. Yeah, no, but like mad close, like professional level. I think we're going to see Sasha have like the best entrance of Mania. And Snoop Dogg's gonna fucking do it. That'd be cool. But like, I uh, Snoop Dogg, I 100% definitely should be. He emceed at WrestleMania. Yep. He hosted Raw. He hosted Raw. And, and he's and a he's, he's a, a big he, fan. He. I was looking on SportsCenter earlier today, ESPN.com, and there there was like an article about like. Snoop Dogg talking about being inducted into this Hall of Fame. And the headline just says this. Real understands real. Like, he's a huge WWE fan. I guarantee you, like, if we, if, if we ever had him on a podcast, he would probably, like, shit us under the bed. Probably. But then he's like, he's a huge fan. And the thing is, like, when he's not doing his like you know performing himself he's at events like he's at at events like Snoop Dogg definitely deserves it it's kind of funny because earlier in the year they were talking about Regis Philbin who's also done a lot for some of the earlier Manias I'm not sure what yeah doesn't matter next year who who cares? Um, celebrity celebrity wings is kind of is what it is. It's some are really good like Snoop Dogg and some are really bad like Drew Carey. So Pete Rose. Nah, Pete Rose. <laughs> Pete Rose is a good induction. But Pete, Pete Rose, that might be the only Hall of Fame you get into. Ooh, ooh. All right, let's talk snubs. People who have who have not got in yet who 110 percent deserve it. People like The Rock, even though he's still kind of active, he'll get in eventually. They, they normally wait till they're. Finish with the careers, but definitely The Rock. Uh, Vader. Yeah, uh, that that's why another thing why I'm so surprised. Like, I thought Vader was gonna be this year. Owen. Oh, it's a disgrace you haven't inducted Owen yet, but I know it's Owen's fucking estate. Yeah, yeah, no. that's true. It could be. D- d- there's still lawsuits going over fucking. That bullshit, but Vader should be in. Vader will be in. Um. Then you get. How about Generation X and NWO? No, I don't. No, I don't. They're both gonna be. I know, but they're they're so good individually. They don't need to be in as a group. Uh, Someone X X Pac sure. Put X Pac in. Uh, China should be in. Sable should be in. You have the ECW guys like Sabu, Sandman, Dreamer, Taz, RVD should all be in. I agree with RVD. Uh, I agree with all those names except for the fact that outside of their appearances on WWE, like Nostalgia type, they weren't as high of performers. Yeah, but we've we've established that 
WWE Hall of Fame is more of a wrestling Hall of Fame. What did Sting do outside WCW? He was in TNA for eight years. He held a heavyweight championship two times. Yeah, in TNA. Yeah, no, but I, I, I understand, but also like Sting, Sting is is the exception to the rule. I don't know, but these <laughs> these guys are so over. ECW is so over. You can't tell me ECW uh, I mean, guys I don't mean, deserve yeah, to be there. Uh, uh, I'm I'm absolutely not saying that in the slightest. I mean, I a hundred percent. Oh, the Dudleys need to be in. Yeah. Yep. They will be. Parties. Edge and Christian need to go in as a team. Christian, Christian should go in. No, Edge went in because he had to retire. Yep. They're going to go in as a team. Daniel Bryan will get in. That's going to be the most difficult thing for Vince McMahon to do. But, absolutely. Can you think of anyone else? Um, Jericho's going to go in. Yeah. Austin's already in. Uh, Kane will get in. Big the heart, the heart foundation. Uh, is Anvil in? British Bulldog. No, I don't believe. Uh, I, th- some of them might be individually, but the Heart Foundation as a whole. Yeah. I, I don't, I see. I'm okay with like free birds getting in because a few of them won't get in, wouldn't get in on their own. Um, four, four horsemen, sure, because it's Flair. Yeah, but I honestly, I don't think. So I don't think a lot of people should have two rings. I'm okay with Ric Flair having two rings because it's Ric fucking Flair. Brian Pillman should get in. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, he, here's a name WWE will never want me to fucking say. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit should not get in. No. Chris Benoit should get in. He should not get in. The man murdered his family. He'll, he, he will never get in. If you look at some of the people you have in the Hall of Fame, but uh, let's bring up uh, Superfly Snuka. Yeah. Are Are you going to take him out of the Hall of Fame because no. he he's now in in the middle of a murder trial that he can barely stand trial for? No, but Benoit is so different. Benoit is is uncharted territory. People ben- don't Benoit- like talking about Benoit because it's banned. Benoit, yes, he did do steroids. However, it was also stated following the autopsy that from all the bumps he took that hit his brain, like the CTE, the, the like the big thing regarding concussion and everything, he had parts of his brain that like were no longer functioning. Yes, I'm not saying I'm not giving him a pass for the drug use or for what he did. However, Eddie Guerrero is in huge steroid user. Died from a heart attack. Yes, he didn't kill anyone, but he's in. There's even more, it's even more stereotypical than Baseball Hall of Fame. Don't say Baseball Hall of Fame is stereotypical. Baseball Hall of Fame is the holy grail of Hall of Fames. I still strongly believe that people are in who 
in the in, in the baseball hall of fame. In, in every hall of fame. Yeah, but you can't blame ster- you. Steroids is not a reason to keep someone out of the WWE Hall of Fame. It's a fake sport. Who gives a fuck if they're on steroids? And the reason Chris Benoit... The reason that is believed that Chris Benoit did what he did is because of the deterioration of his brain due to his job and to his drug use. Yeah, but you you can't... you can't publicly like I'm trying to think of the word celebrate someone for your hall of fame as going down as one of the best performers of all time for someone who murdered his wife and little boy and then himself you just can't do it it's such bad publicity and it's just it's just not the right thing to do and most people will tell you that I mean right or right or wrong you could put his wife in you could put woman in uh, writer? Well, I mean... Uh, you could put Kevin Sullivan in. Woman's ex-wife, ex-husband. If you're not putting Chris Benoit, you're not going to put Chris Sullivan and Kevin Sullivan. Because uh, some of their off-record interactions were done to... Uh... Yeah, that doesn't matter, though. No, no, but, but... but Kevin Sullivan didn't murder people. But, Murder his but, family, but, nonetheless. But the thing is, and Snooker was already in before the murder but, but charge. So, so you're telling me if he's even found guilty of murder, he, he should stay in? He's gonna stay in. The, the, because Snooker, Snooker's out of... Snooker's, Snooker's gonna be dead in a few years. He's out of the limelight. That, 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 and, ben, and Benoit is out of the limelight, but putting him in the Hall of Fame will put him back in that, in unwanted attention. Benoit should never go in the Hall of Fame. But you know you can't set circumstances yes for one, not for another. If Snooker gets convicted of murder and then dies if like a few months later, it won't matter. I mean, because he's... A lot of people, like younger fans, the next generation, WWE is going to blacklist and never talk about him again. A lot of people won't even know who he is. The only people who doesn't know who he is are the diehards, are like us, are the internet fans. People like Benoit, you bring that back up, it's going to be all over the internet. It's, you can't put Benoit in the Hall of Fame. We've been talking about it too much. Hall of Fame, it's a solid class. I'll acknowledge that, however, I, I do want to acknowledge this. Us as internet wrestling fans, you want to know we're fucking spoiled brats. Damn straight. We, we really are. We, we're all very confident in ourselves. We're all to the point cocky. We think we know everything. And you want to know, I do agree with that to a sense. However, I do want to say we do have to not take the sport or the show as seriously and we would enjoy it more. Yeah. But we talked about the Hall of Fame. Last thing I'm going to say is if Snuggers convicted of murder, he needs to be taken out. And if he's not taken out, then you have a whole other group of people that should go on. Anyway, moving forward, let's talk about NXT. Alright, we can talk about NXT. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, King of Strong Style! Yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed 
Um, I really wish there was more build-up to the match. With, no, not with the... Screw the match. Build-up to the card. Um, you uh, the show itself? Yeah. Austin Aries, Baron Corbin. Little to no build-up. Uh, Baron Corbin attacked Austin Aries. That was it. Austin Aries did a little stage promo. That was it. Uh, this We still have this week, uh, tomorrow's show, but um, I'm not excited for this match. Um, Dash and Dawson American Alpha is the, is the match that's been built up the most. Last week I had a, a video package, an excellent video package on the team uh, American Alphas. Talk about two good tag teams that will down the, before the end of uh, 2016 yeah. be brought up. Uh, Bailey Asuka. When we came out, he's like, oh, oh, Bailey, by the way, there's your opponent. Asuka, I'm not going to say she didn't earn it. I would like to see a number one contenders match something because these two have no reason to fight each other other than William Regal saying so. Asuka's kind of been screwed screwed over with the time she was number one contender like in the matches themselves and I mean I love Bailey to death. Uh, My goal is to fucking get a hug from her. Before I die. That'd be pretty awesome. But if you ask me who is a bigger name, like who who will draw more interest, Asuka. Yeah. If if I could get a hug from Asuka, oh my god. I'd be scared. I would be too. But I would I would be happy. She's so good. She's, she's so, so good. amazing. Everything she does is amazing. And the thing is, she's a it's a different type of character. Like, it's something new. That's why I'm so stoked for Shinsuke Nakamura. Because it's something different. Yeah. Like, it, it's something different. And, I mean... I've been watching matches of both. Like, multiple every night preparing myself for this takeover and I'm so stoked even just watching one Regal announce that it will be Shinsuke Nakamura in that video package like with the you know yeah that that wasn't too bad either um William Regal coming out and basically saying oh hey Sami Zayn by the I, way I agree with you but by the way I was I was okay with that. It's basically William Regal saying like, "Hey, Sami Zayn, you're doing a great job. Here's your reward. Good luck." You it, sign- it, it's like here's your reward for getting called up to the big league. Yeah, like I can't think of anyone else that can want this new signee to face against you. That's fine. Uh, the Finn Balor Samoa Joe buildup has been beautiful. Um, there's no, there's been no confrontation between the two of them, which is kind of this like because everything's been taped. I know, but you can you could have taped some confrontation between the two of them. I, I mean, it's like. Their their match is going to be a physical one. Smojo's gonna win. Yep. And that's why I believe we will see a Ballard Club bulletproof appearance at Mania. Who uh, knows? We could even see them show up at the fucking hell in the cell. No. That it just it doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, imagine if they help Shane win, and then they're they're the stable, the stable for the new head in charge. See, but it, but if that happens, they're heel, and these guys, Finn Balor's not a heel right now. 
Nakamura, I mean, not the Kalinus and Gallows could be heels, but yeah, Finn Balor is your the, biggest babyface. The, baby the face. Bullet Club was heel, was all, for majority of the time in the Indies. I know these guys have to come in as a face. The, 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 I completely disagree. I refuse. I don't bullet. I don't see bullet Bullet Club, Balor Club, Bulletproof coming in face. I, I, I don't. I, I I see them coming in as tweeners, and I see them... I don't see them coming in. It, Hell in a Cell, it just, it, it's just so out of left field, and a lot of people aren't going to know who they are. They're like, what the fuck is this? This is WrestleMania. This doesn't fit. I mean, a, a lot of the internet community is... Uh, Still kind of pissed off with Reigns how he commented that uh, you know the older crowd isn't what we're going for, and I mean, I I understand where it coming from with they wouldn't understand, wouldn't understand or really know who these people are. However, it's worked in the past. At, at, at the least, Mania or the Raw after. We're going to see Battle Club. How you bring it should in, be after. How you bring them in is beyond me. Samoa Joe's going to win, and then Samoa Joe's going to begin a feud with Apollo Crews. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's just run through the card real quick. Uh, Austin Aries, Baron Corbin. Who do you want to win? Who's going to win? I want Aries to win, but Corbin's going to win, and he's going to be called up soon, too. Ooh. Ooh, that's very interesting. Um, I could, s- yeah, I think I'm gonna agree. I see Austin Aries. I see Austin Aries and Baron Corbin tearing down the house. It's gonna be an excellent match. I see Corbin going over. Austin Aries hasn't been built as how I wanted him to. Baron Corbin's being built well, just fine. I, I mean, Austin Aries. Austin Aries like came in with the intention of staying in NXT for a while. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. He has, well, well, we, we have one more show left, but literally Austin Aries hasn't done anything. And, we're gonna start seeing him do a lot more after Dallas because yeah, clearly. But uh, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Anyway, like basically, he's going to put Corbin over enough that they're gonna start running the promos that he's gonna come to the main roster. Yeah. All right. I don't know how yet, and then. I've been making calls by SummerSlam or on by SummerSlam or on Aries will be NXT champion or transitioning to the main roster. All right. Dash and Dawson versus American Alpha. Uh, want them. Okay. I'm... Did not see that. Okay. I, I want American Alpha to win. They're going to win. Dash and Dawson are going to be like Blake and Murphy. They're good. But these don't have character. There is, I don't, I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you. Show me a picture. I couldn't tell you which one's which. Yep, I a hundred percent agree. Alpha will win, but they're they're gonna put each other over. But, yeah. But um, Double D needs to uh get their character straightened out before they like. We're gonna we're gonna see American Alpha be feuding with the hype bros, be feuding with the VOD villains. They're gonna hold these belts for six months at least. 
I will err towards the uh, over on that. Because okay. uh, Al- American Alpha is just like... So they're, good. They're, they're like the, the... They're what Enzo and Cass was. Yeah. Enzo and Cass need to come up to the main roster. Agreed. Yep. All right. Moving on to Bailey and Asuka. Um... Uh, I, I, Asuka, Asuka's winning. Asuka's winning and I, I want her Asuka to win. To win. Uh, like ba- Bailey, Bailey's gonna be the shot of adrenaline into the Divas Revolution. Yeah. I get, I can see Bailey in, um, in T- NXT. I almost said TNA NXT for like another month or two afterwards. Get her rematch with Asuka, and then once right around pay, uh, Extreme Rules or Battleground, she's gonna come up. Into the Divas for the summer. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be awesome. Asuka's going to be in NXT holding this belt for a very long time. Fitting with Nia Jax, Ava Marie, um, Carmella, and then some of their new girls. Because this NXT women's division, they're getting these new girls in. They're hot as hell. They're impressive. They're getting better. And you have someone like Alexa Bliss hiding in the background who's going to be a star. And Emma. I think Emma should be called up. I mean, I think we've already started seeing that she's going to... Start being called up with. Uh, Although I I like what she's doing with Dana Brooke too, because Dana Brooke's injured, but she's still being relevant. I mean, absolutely. I I've always believed like for the vocal uh, personas, you should still be a mainstay. You should just be relegated to non physical roles. Like that's why I'm kind of surprised that Cena's been like away. Don't get me wrong. I know he's rehabbing everything but like yo he's even just being a a, a vocal contribution and I mean dude he, he, he's he been fucking dropping like cryptic social media posts and stuff with like you know can't wait for this song to be played again dot 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 with his like score I that's why I think Cena's gonna be showing up but we're in NXT right now like uh, we talked about Balor Smojo. Smojo's going to win. He's going to be feuding with people like Baron Corbin, um, Apollo, Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews is the next to hold the title. Yeah, I agree. After after Smojo, it's Apollo Crews. If, if, if he's not, then uh, I'm actually going to be like really pissed. I, I've, I've always been all about Uha Nation. And the thing is, like, Apollo just came into NXT when... Other names got in first, so it's kind of like waiting your turn type of thing. But I mean, Paulo deserves it before Baron Corbin. Yep. All right, and finally Nakamura, Sami Zayn. Uh, Nakamura is gonna win. Uh, Nakamura is absolutely gonna win. It's gonna be a phenomenal match. Where do you see him going from here? Do you see him forming a tag team with Kenta? Because that would be pretty cool. Hideo. When's Hideo? I want. I want to know when Hideo is coming back. I don't. Thing is, after Nakamura wins, I have no idea. Where he moves on to. He could be a title contender. I mean, not... It, it's interesting because... I can't think of anyone for him to feud with. Well, don't forget. They're bringing... The, the WWE is bringing about the uh, Global Cruiserweight Tournament. Ooh. And it's, it's going it, to be point. taped over, I believe... 
uh, April and May. I think it's gonna uh, be telecasted in June. I could easily see Nakamura being involved in that. They're also doing qualifications for that with Evolve and PWG. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Two Indies. And the thing is, I can see him doing that. I could see him form a tag team with Kenta. And I can see him contend for the title. Nakamura is really like kind of same way with Asuka when she debuted the only way was up not Nakamura same thing especially that they have upcoming travel tours coming up like I think Nakamura will be on NXT until maybe next Rumble. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. NXT is definitely an interesting product. Its direction is definitely in the right direction. It has a lot of people who are up and coming. It has their future stars. It has their, has their stars ready to move up, and it has stars ready to push forward. And it's kind of funny because TNA, Impact, whatever the fuck you want to call it, they're they're like treading deep water, man. Yeah. They're like they're they're about to go under. NXT has surpassed them as second to WWE. Now they're in the same company, but you have WWE, and then now the best indie or the best. Minor league is NXT. Mm-hmm. That's why so many people are coming. Yep, NXT definitely going to be an interest, interesting show. We have that coming up on Friday. WrestleMania coming up on Sunday. I don't know, uh, Dave, your schedule. Oh, uh, Saturday I'll be. Saturday is the. Uh, Saturday's the Hall of Fame. I was going to say if we could do a show with NXT, but um, I'm not. I'm going to be on the road traveling. So um, I'm going home for the weekend. Then I'm coming back Saturday. I'm going home Thursday. Coming back Saturday. Show Saturday night. It, it could be yeah. like a, it could be like a half hour. Depending what I'm doing. Um definitely excited for this card. Um I think it's gonna be fantastic wrestling. Crowd is gonna be hot. They are gonna pop. WrestleMania crowd is gonna be hot. It's gonna be a good show. WrestleMania, nine times out of ten, is a very good show. I'm thinking I'm more ex- I don't know what I'm most excited for. NXT, Mania, or the Raw after Mania. But it's gonna be an insane three days of wrestling. You, you mentioned the Raw after Mania. Like we can both agree, the build up overall for Mania has been lackluster and even worse for NXT. However, you have to believe when the build ups lackluster for A B. Day after Raw C. That might be one of the best. It's going to be special. I'm ex- very excited for the debuts, but for right now, we're just over two hours. Holy oh, shit, oh, it's wow. been... 
It's been. It's been two hours. Now let's get the best. Of the We're not best. done yet, folks. We got one more. If you're still with us, God bless you. If you're not, well, fuck you. But okay. Best of the rest, spelled W-R-E-S-T, as in wrestling. The main event for WrestleMania this year might not be the best build-up, best anticipation, but it's better than some other years. So the best of the rest this week is our favorite WrestleMania main event. We've had some great ones, like, uh, God, Triple H versus Chris Jericho, uh, Brock Lesnar versus, uh, what's his name, Kurt Angle, um, Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper, Paul Orndorff from WrestleMania number one. But Dave, what is your favorite WrestleMania main event? This is so hard because I need to remember actually what events are right. considered main events. I'll go. Th- I'll go through um, what this website has for the top thirty. Uh, uh, okay, so WrestleMania eleven, Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor, awful. Um, uh, WrestleMania 9, Yokozuna vs. Bret Hart. Then Yokozuna vs. Hulk Hogan. Awful. WrestleMania 10, Yoko vs. Bret Hart. Awful. WrestleMania 8, Hogan vs. Sid Justice. Awful. WrestleMania 7, Sergeant Slaughter vs. Hulk Hogan. Okay, you like that. WrestleMania 27, Miz vs. John Cena. No! Dud. It's on the list, Dave. It's in the top... How is that on the list? Be- what the fuck? Because it's only been 31 WrestleManias, Dave. This was made... This was written last year. Oh. Call me tits. Alright, WrestleMania 13. Undertaker vs. Psycho Sid. Um, Triple H vs. Randy Orton. WrestleMania 25. Probably the best build-up for WrestleMania I've ever seen. 25 was Hollywood, right? 25 was Dallas. Not Dallas. Uh, Houston. Um, Triple H vs. Randy Orton. Phenomenal build-up. Match was overshadowed by Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. So, ouch. But that was almost my pick because... um, of the build-up. I thought the build-up was fantastic. Randy Orton punting Vince McMahon. Oh, my um, R- RKOing Stephanie and giving her the kiss while Triple H is uh, roped. Oh, well, handcuffed, to, handcuffed the to the ropes. Triple H invades the home with a sledgehammer. Fantastic. WrestleMania 2000. Triple H, Rock, Big Show, McFoley. WrestleMania 21. Batista vs. Triple H. Uh, WrestleMania 4. Macho Man, Dead, Ted DiBiase. 29. Rock, Cena. 18. Jericho, Triple H. Jericho Triple H was 18? Um, yes. 17, Rock Austin. 22, Triple H, John Cena. 20, the Triple Threat, Triple H, Benoit, Shawn Michaels. Uh, 19, Angle, Lesnar. 30, Orton, Batista, Bryan. Um, 23, Shawn Michaels, Cena. 24, Edge vs. Undertaker. Very underrated match. Absolutely. 14, Michaels vs. Stone Cold. Um, that's my pick. WrestleMania 14, Shawn Michaels vs. Stone Cold is the best WrestleMania main event because it was the the transfer from old raw old wrestling to new wrestling. This was the cementation of Stone Cold. It was the goodbye for Shawn Michaels. It was the new era of wrestling, and it literally changed the game forever. So that is the most important main event of all time. You had Mike Tyson there, the turn, um, other really good picks. I didn't know this one main evented. Oh, oh. Streak versus career. Oh, this was uh when it was uh Shawn Michaels doing his like God entrance. No, that was twenty five. Okay. Uh. This is another really good one, Dave. I thought I think you should. I thought you would, of all of them you would take that one. This, this, 
is probably the best match ever. The Iron Man match, the yeah. one-hour Iron Man match. Uh, uh, this is my choice: Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match because this was the first Iron Man match, and I mean, the Iron Man match has only been done so many times. This this is another very close one: Hogan versus Andre in WrestleMania well, three. I, I mean. Body slam her around the world. Yeah, but like I was, <laughs> bless you. I was leaning between that and between WrestleMania 2000. My reason that I was considering WrestleMania 2000 was because of the McMahon in every corner, and like it, it actually drew you into believing four different competitors. Could potentially win. I mean, Big Show was, must be serious. But, I mean, then it led to Backlash, Return of Stone Cold. Then Judgment Day, Return of Taker. And it, it doesn't hit it. But this Iron Man match, I mean, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels literally fucking hated each other. Yeah, and I, I say it all the time. This match is the best match of all time because these guys went for 60 minutes to a draw over time. Shawn Michaels hits the kick, the one, two, three, the boyhood dream has been realized, whatever Vince McMahon says. It was perfect storytelling, which is why I love wrestling, which is why I watch wrestling, which is why I tell people I enjoy wrestling. I could agree with you more. It, like, it, And also, Bret Hart was always known as a submission specialist. Shawn Michaels was too, just not nearly as much. Shawn Michaels was more agile, but they had legitimate beef. Yep. We we all remember the Montreal Screwjob. Yep. But that like that match set the bar. And I mean, that's why so many of these uh, new performers come up and talk about who's your idol, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. Because they, they, Shawn Michaels was, and, and Bret Hart, they were both the best of all aspects of wrestling. Yeah. Like talkers, performers. Definitely, definitely a worthy main event. Um, and, and in forms of is going to be involved in this upcoming WrestleMania. In, I really hope it's not another fucking guest referee spot because that's going to be bullshit. They would have announced it by now. Um, he'll probably just come out and do whatever. Who cares? Uh, we'll see this Sunday at WrestleMania. So, Dave, two hours and ten minutes. I'm wiped out. My back hurts. So, let's hit that music. You've been listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 28. Two whole hours of fun and goodness with your boy, Will Tarashuk and Dave999Malkowicz. You heard us bicker and banter about The Miz 
about WrestleMania, about Ryback's fucking tidy whities about NXT, about Nakamura, about Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, John Cena. WWE is here, it is WrestleMania season, and as lackluster it has been, it has been worth watching, it has been worth listening to, and Dave, you have something to say. And just remember, for those of you who are not subscribed to the WWE Network, if you subscribe right now, WrestleMania is for free. For free. Free WrestleMania. Hashtag that. Hashtag free WrestleMania. I love you. This is 999. And WrestleMania is free. Just like this podcast is free. You can check it out on iTunes. Give it a rate. Give it a subscription. Give it a like. Give it a comment. Give it something. Show us some love. Go on that Facebook page. KOTR underscore podcast on the Twitter feed. Send us a tweet. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're the best. Tell us Dave is bald. Tell us something. Tell us Dave looks like just incredible. But tell us something. Because I'm Will Tarashuk. That's Dave Malkowicz. We're the kings of the rings. We'll be watching WrestleMania. You'll be watching WrestleMania. And we'll see you next week. You do look like just incredible.